Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate and Captain Patrick. We are your crew to navigate the latest boating news and information. Also, believe it or not, we got Bocho Girl with us. Bocho Girl, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Now, are you joining us just for the heck of it, or is there any kind of connection to Florida spiny lobster season and uh, shark week? What do you think? Maybe. Um, no connection for me, but I'm here, so you'll, I'll join you're in. along for the ride. She's going <laughs> to yes. be a uh, willing participant and passenger and part of the World of Boating crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information and stuff about me because uh, I was out on the water this week celebrating the capture of the Florida spiny lobster. Did you do any of this stuff, uh, Patrick, or did you avoid it at all costs? No, I work for a living. You work for a living. What do you mean you work for a living? You could work uh, grabbing lobster. You could it's, do this. It's the height of boating season. No. Uh, actually, where I work, we are strongly discouraged from taking vacation between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Okay. Well, it's a popular boating week in Florida. At least it was Wednesday and Thursday. Because the Florida Spiny Lobster mini season was taking place, and literally it is a 48-hour period where uh, recreational divers have an opportunity to get out there and catch lobster before the commercial lobstermen set their traps for the season. And so the lobsters are out there, and we get a shot to go dive, uh, whether it's off the boat or uh, off the beach. And, and I have a, a good little story to share with you, Patrick, from a boater's perspective on this, because obviously I'm a diver, and I was going to get them lobster. And just for the record, <clears throat> just up front, let me just uh, clarify, uh, you could get up to 12 lobsters a day, Wednesday 12, Thursday 12. Uh, that is the limit uh, outside of Biscayne Bay and Monroe County, where the limit is six. But I was in Lauderdale-by-the-Sea, where I could get up to 12 each day. And I did limit out on the radio. So we uh, did really, really well. And uh, the first day we went out on the beach, we did a beach dive right there at Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. There was this event called Bugfest-by-the-Sea. And uh, they have beach diving right there. It's real easy to access the first reef, especially. And I figured, what the heck, let's go just do this off the beach. We had a group of like seven, eight of us. We figured we'd go rework the reef line. And it had been a while since I'd done a beach dive, and I forgot how much work it is. And uh, we, we got up there, and then we kind of drifted north with the current. And then, you know, when you don't have a boat, you have to swim back against the current to get back to your entry point from the beach. And uh, to just say it was a, a pretty good workout would be an understatement. Why wouldn't you do what surfers do, which is we judge the current, and then we walk down the beach the opposite direction so that as we drift, we will wind up at our intended location. Then we get back out of the water, walk down the beach, 
Yeah. Well, that sounds like a lot of work to me. Well, no, no, because you're walking. You're not walking. You're not trying to swim against the current. You're walking, and then you enter further south or north, depending on which way the current's running, and then you let the current take you up to where eventually you want to be or maybe even a little bit past well then you get back out of the water and you walk back down well that sounds like a great idea now but uh <laughs> just just throwing that out there man yeah no we, we we didn't have that opportunity uh where we were because you couldn't there the beach ended there, there was right. no more beach yeah, no, we you know we wanted to just go out right from our hotel. We were staying at this place <laughs> called the Plunge Beach, Plunge Beach Hotel. Okay, and we figured we'd just go out there, and it, it wasn't too bad, but it was a lot of work. And uh, we got out there a little late in the uh, morning on the first day of lobster season, so they had already been picked over quite a bit, so we didn't do very well. Uh, so the moral of this story is either get up at the crack ass of dawn or at midnight, as some of the divers did. Uh, in the area and go literally diving at 12.01 for lobster, which that doesn't work for me either. That cuts into my drinking time. And uh, Or you get on a boat where you can cover more ground. So yeah. after we did, eh, you know, on our beach dive, the next day we scheduled a boat and we went out on a, on a dive boat, hit the second reef just uh, south of Commercial Pier. And Now in when you Lauderdale. say hit, you mean anchored over. We didn't anchor. We or, they dropped us okay. and we drifted. The boat drifted and followed our dive flags, and uh, we cleaned up. We did really well, and we limited out on the radio. So you know we had a lot of action, and that's you couldn't ask for uh, any more fun oh, there as was a, a lobster diver. There, you're, you're speaking about that, and there was a lot of action down in the Keys with uh, mini lobster season too. Yeah, how so? Well. A Florida man led the Marine Patrol in the Keys on a high-speed boat chase while tossing his lobsters overboard. Huh. That doesn't sound uh, very good. Jason Lawhon, 47, faces a felony charge of fleeing and eluding police, another felony of tampering with evidence, and several misdemeanor charges, including being over the bag limit for lobster during the two-day Florida lobster mini-season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also charged with reckless driving, which, when you're talking about a boat, that's that's you got to be doing something really really crazy. Uh, well, he's chucking lobster while he's trying to steer his boat at the same time. Yeah, that's probably not a. According to the FWC, uh, Lawhon's boat did not give way to our patrol vessel and made an erratic series of swerves to the right and left while driving in Kemp Channel near uh, Kudo Kudo Key in the Lower Keys. Mm. Uh, I know that area, actually. Yeah, As he was fleeing police, Lawhon was throwing lobsters overboard, left and right. Um, Be free! Chesney said he counted uh, that he threw at least eight overboard. Well, what uh, was the problem? He was over the limit, or he's doing it too early? Well, no. They came up on him, and yeah. he failed to give way to their vessel. Yeah. So... At that point, it's kind of like you know you're you're maybe you're driving with a suspended license or you got an expired tag or something like that, and a police officer pulls up behind you, you know, and he's mm-hmm. just kind of following you, and then maybe he gets a call over the radio and hits his lights, and he's not intending on pulling you over, but he's got, and then you just totally freak out, 
and like hit the gas and do a fishtail maneuver, you know, and you yeah. and now now the chase is on. So all they did was come up behind him. He failed to give way. Well, yeah, but why did he chuck his lobster? It's not like they're drugs unless he was doing it outside of the mini. Well, he was he was over the limit. He so, was all, okay. So he's he, trying to get he, back under the twelve. He, he or, probably, well, actually down there at six. He probably yeah, and he threw eight. Yeah. So he probably figured he was going to get, they were going to pull him over, even Mm -hmm. though they didn't say that was their intention. Sir, is that a lobster in your shorts? Are you just happy to see us? (laughs) Uh, You know, so, uh, you know, play by the rules. It's not that big a deal, really. You know, I mean, they they had like four arrests that I saw up through, you know, down in the Keys and and maybe around Florida. So, and a lot of warnings and and things like that. but that's education. It's like, come on, people. Yeah, play by the rules and, and have fun. Just have, uh, you know, make the best of it. Because it is, it is a blast. And the good news is, from what I've heard so far, is that we haven't had any uh, diver deaths. And that's things like, or, or people struck by boats and things. Because you've got to really have your wits again, uh, about you as a diver. Uh, especially because there are so many weekend warrior boaters out on the water. Uh, doing this lobster thing, and they have, may not have been out on the water in a, in a while, and operating their vessel. So you got a lot of newbies out there. So you got to be, you got to keep your wits about you as a diver, especially because you're going to lose that battle if a boat swim, you know, cruising uh, overhead, and you happen to ascend in its path, and they don't, or they don't understand what a dive flag uh, potentially means. Well, they you just know. say, hey, look, somebody put one of them fancy license plates out on the water. Let's get a closer look. Hey, it's a Van Halen album. <clears throat> what was that? Manatee? Better, Ben. You know, and uh, yeah, but look, I haven't heard of any accidents uh, yet. I mean, it could happen still, uh, but but uh, so far, so good. So maybe the divers are learning, the boaters are learning, and we had a safe season. The conditions were really good. Uh, especially where we were down there in South Florida around uh, Lauderdale. I think so. that, that plays into it. I mean, absolutely, you don't have choppy waters. And again, we've talked about this on the show in the past. I, when I am uh, moving a vessel through those waters down there, I always give a very wide berth. As you should. Uh, no, no. I'm talking about I know where the divers are going to be. I don't even wait to see a dive. I'm going far to the outside um, to go run, mm-hmm. I, I don't need to be hugging the coast. Yeah. You know, certainly not in the boats, the yachts that I'm piloting up and down the coast. Well, there you go. Just being aware of the divers and the divers aware of the boaters of each other, those user groups, they conflict sometimes, but in this case, it looked like it worked out pretty well. Hey, Bill, the engineer, threatening to join us next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast Batten down the hatches aye aye sir Man the mouse sprint stow the mizzen mast jive the jib boom hoist the main sole and lower the tattersall look sharp man Tighten the starboard hatch the leeward thwarts and trim the scuppers of the port poop deck I'm sitting on a boat I'm playing on my pilot waiting for you to come oh. I'm sitting on a boat I'm playing on my pilot waiting for you to come oh. oh I'm sitting on a This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, navigating the latest boating news and information and stuff about me catching Florida spiny lobster during the mini season this uh, past Wednesday, Thursday. I limited out. Once again, I limited out 12 lobster per day on the radio. Uh, uh, boat show girl with us as well to witness this uh, two-hour or one-hour radio spectacular. And if that weren't enough, and it definitely is not, uh, we got uh, Bill the Engineer on the phone right now to, uh, I don't know, I, I really just wanted to get him on the line and uh, brag about the fact that I'm, I'm feasting on lobster this weekend. How about you, Bill? I, uh, I did have uh, some seafood this week. Yeah. Uh, but not lobster. No crustaceans. I had I had mussels. Okay, well, I guess that is kind of a crustacean, isn't it? Or no. I don't think it's crustacean. It's, it's, a, it's a different animal. It's a bivalve, but okay. that's neither here nor there. So you called in to uh, congratulate me have, on catching Florida I, spiny lobster. I will congratulate you for be, being part of a team of people who have captured Florida spiny lobster. Okay, well, uh, you know, I, I didn't have. A total outfit, but I, I, I do have a persona I take on called the Lobster Slayer, and then I do have my trusty sidekick, Bug Boy. Listen, I think, for, for, first of all, 
These lobsters, Florida lobsters, don't have claws. So already they're at a disadvantage. Two, per your words, they were kind of all over the seafloor, so it was literally just going down and picking them off the bottom and putting them in your bag. Oh, easier said than done, Mr. Non-Lobster Diver Catcher. And three, three, I think they should be equally armed and then a battle to the death before uh, you get to pick them up a off the bottom. Stick, so I don't know if you can tickle someone to death. I don't know. If oh, that's, uh, I think let's ask uh, Boat Show Girl. You ever been in a scenario like oh, that? Geez. I don't think so. Okay, that's probably a, a good answer. <laughs> but yeah, you can tickle them out with this little uh, uh-huh. metal thing. And my and my, when I didn't use a, a French tickler. I mean a tickler, but uh, Bug Boy did. And uh, I did a little better than him. I used a noose, a uh, like a looper. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a looper, or loopy. I believe that. Yeah. Do you know if there's actual boating news and information as well? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just I, I used you were a describing boat. the boat that you went out on. I, I did. I went out on a boat and uh, did much better on a boat catching lobster than I did off the beach. So we we covered that base pretty well in the first segment. So uh, what what, yeah. what kind of boat were you on? Uh, a Corinthian. A uh, twin-hulled outboard motor, about 40-foot uh, long vessel. Very capable, very uh, great dive deck. So a catamaran. Little... Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, the brand, I think, is Corinthian. Does that sound... Have you ever heard of that? I love their leather. True. It's True. rich. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard this. But uh, you, you get a lot of deck space, and that's good for divers, obviously. Yes, Bill. Well, I was wondering if you knew that there is uh, actual boating news and information, perhaps the most stunning boat show news. It's good that Boat Show Girl is here with us today because perhaps the most stunning boat show news to break, uh, to be broken by one and two, our crack news team, uh, was, uh, was cracked right here yeah. on World of Boating. And? The retirement of... of the the water skiing squirrel. What? Twiggy. Twiggy? Twiggy? Yeah. The water skiing squirrel. Uh, reportedly retiring after 20 years. Wait, wait, wait. Retiring or did Twiggy die? Hey, wait. Uh, uh-oh, Bocho Girl says she, she's <laughs> upset. Yeah? I thought this happened back in April because I was at the Sarasota show where it was the last of the tour unless the tour continued. July 24th, 2018 is the uh, date of the story. After 39 years of entertaining fans, Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel, has officially retired. Okay. How, so many, that how many years? It says 39. Wow. That's a, that's a word for it. What's the word? A, a lie. lie. That's a lie. <laughs> what do you mean that's a lie? It is. It is. How is it a lie? Because they live for five years. 40 years. <laughs> how, how, what is the average lifespan of a squirrel? Let alone no, no, a water that's a, that's a one. difficult question to answer because the average squirrel dies within a year. Really? The average squirrel. Well, yeah, the average squirrel is killed within a year by a car. That is on average. <laughs> okay. But some squirrels in captivity can live maybe as long as 20 years. Okay. Maybe. Further in the story, Luann yeah. Best, uh, most commonly known for her role on The Andy Griffith Show, um, describes herself as Twiggy's mom said that the current Twiggy is 10 years old. Current Twiggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there have been seven. Okay. So they, they there's a lineage so, so by of... that math, the average squirrel is six years. <laughs> the average lifespan of a water skiing squirrel is six years. Now, the, 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 the really interesting part of this story to me is 
Luann Best. An interesting part of the story. <laughs> Luann Best started training squirrels to water ski after the drowning death of her husband. What? <laughs> trying to teach him how to water ski. Well, that didn't work. Let me try a squirrel. Yeah, I was when I was in the Sarasota show, I got to um, kind of be up close to them, and I heard the story, too. It was just like, wait, what? <laughs> What's yeah. <laughs> yeah She's still telling this story 40 years down the road? God bless her. Well, you know. What a great scam. And I'll tell you, I, here's the thing. The, the, the squirrel doesn't actually water ski. What happens is the squirrel does not fall because it doesn't want to drown. Mm. <laughs> That's what want- happens drowned or does it uh, do they put the squirrel in like the ocean with some sharks like knows that if i don't stay on top of this thing i'm being eaten no i just knows it's it's, it'd be a good snack for a shark i bet yeah i mean we we are on the water skis that'd be that'd be a good shark week episode which is going on on discovery this week by the way too well actually you just recreate no it would not (laughs) it'd be great you Uh, recreate the opening scene from jaws 2 where they're water skiing along the beach. Yeah. Yeah. With a squirrel. Yep. Mm. I think they did that in Sharknado. Really? I think but, uh, they probably did. Yeah. So, uh, okay, but why why is Twiggy retiring then if, if you know, they... I think, I think she's done killing husbands. Hmm. She's out of the husband-killing business. Okay. Or... She's finally gotten over it. I think the li- I think there's mom only is retiring. Only six uh, lives in a squirrel. You know, it's like cats. The you know they don't they don't get nine. They get a, like six or so. Because if you do uh, the it math, depends on what street they're crossing. Okay, maybe that's yeah. it. Luann Luann said she's in talks with an individual who would train new squirrels to continue the Twiggy tradition, but she would only consider selling her business if it's still focused on the message of water safety. For squirrels. That's the message? (laughs) Well, actually, the message is nuts. And this is boating, uh, (laughs) the boating news we were waiting for from Bill. Oh, God help us. More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Boat Show Girl, and Bill, the engineer, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Even Captain Rusty is uh, threatening to uh, tag in here in just a bit and maybe take uh, Bill's uh, place. We'll see how that unfolds. But you do have a boating story you'd like to get out there other than uh, the retirement of Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Am I right, Bill? That is true, and in addition to that, I also I, I don't want to be talking about uh, Betsy DeVos's boat, wow. uh, which again, this sort of hooliganism is not the sort of thing which anyone should be proud happened. That we we untied somebody's boat and let it float out into a great lake. That's nonsense. This story. Also nonsense, but I think has more of a boating spin to it. Mm-hmm. The Russian warship Dmitry Donskoy reportedly found off the coast of South Korea. And the story is interesting for a couple of different reasons. Uh, this is reportedly 
a Russian ship which sank in 1880. Uh, excuse me, it set sail in the 1880s. It was scuttled by her crew in 1905 after Japan's victory at the uh, at a key battle of the Russo-Japanese War. But according to some records, it had a hundred billion dollars worth of gold in it. Whoa! Hello. But it turns out that there's a very good chance that the entire story was part of a stock manipulation scheme related to the company which reportedly found it. Mm. And that so far, there's been no confirmed gold found, and the original reports were purposefully misleading about the amount of gold that might have been on this ship. Hmm. So all, because you know, it was, if but, it was a hundred billion dollars worth of gold, then there wouldn't have been room for anything else in the ship. And then why was it fighting in a battle? Well, it's a hundred billion pounds. Uh, no, but it, it depends on where you read the story. It's uh, reported in one. It's reported in pounds, sterling, and in U.S. dollars. And all of them appear to be hopelessly overinflated. There might have been, might possibly have been. A ton of gold on the boat. Well, that's a lot. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Basically, there's two ways to turn a boat. There's coming about, which is turning into the wind, and there's jiving, which is turning away from the wind. Now, jiving is something that you never want to do with a rookie on board, so let's just give it a shot. Well, wait, 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 wait. Why is jiving bad? It's not bad. It's just fun. Jive, oh! Come on, man. Let's get over there. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Boat show girl. And and, and I was correct. We we did have... uh, uh, Bill tapped out to go find some gold on some boat out there. I mean, even a ton of gold would be worth uh, the effort, I w- uh, you know, I think. Wouldn't you agree there, Bill? I mean, uh, Patrick, you'd do that, wouldn't you? What? Well, go for the gold. Even if it was uh, only a ton. He made it sound like, oh, it, could, it might only be a ton of gold as opposed to... I realize you know, my limitations, so I'm one of those. I will go for the bronze. Okay, he wasn't paying attention. What's new? All right, uh, so we do have uh, Captain Rusty. Well, uh, no, I'm texting with Bill because he's upset because you didn't play the outro music, so he didn't realize that we were coming up on the end of the segment. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. You heard it. No, I didn't. He wasn't listening. He's gone anyway. He's history. He doesn't exist anymore. We have Captain Rusty from Georgia on uh, the line right now. That's, That's right. He resides today. Not in Jacksonville, but Georgia. And uh, why are you there, Rusty? Actually, I'm just on vacation in Lake oh. Jackson. It's actually Lake George- Lake Jackson, Georgia, uh, in Covington, Georgia. That's a town. The name of the lake is Lake Jackson, which is a little bit east of Atlanta. Okay, and so uh, you found a nice place to just hang out and and uh, go boating. Is that the case? I did. I I, I ordered I ordered a, a pontoon boat to bring up here, which is a Bennington uh, swingback, beautiful boat. Uh, have the family here, both boys, and so we just came out here, rented a house, and spending the weekend on the lake, which is really pretty. And I didn't know this. I did find a fact out today. This is actually the first Georgia Power Lake, you know, how they create lakes that Georgia had. So um, it's an old lake, but it's a little lake, and it's 
absolutely gorgeous. It's, it's one of the oldest reservoirs in Georgia, actually, and it's uh, you know the maximum depth there is like ninety four feet. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, it's and the water clarity is I guess about three or four feet, so the water's really clean. It's just absolutely beautiful. I forget how much I like lakes, you know, because we're always around salt water in Florida, and when you come to a lake, you go, "Wow, this is really nice." Yeah, except you know we have the keys. You know, where you can go out in like 100 feet of water and see right to the bottom and see the lobsters, you know? Uh, details. Mm. Details. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's true. But, you know, here, at least well, I don't have to flush the motor when I get the, get it out of the water, I assume. And they don't have lobster, but they might have crayfish. Really big ones, maybe. I don't know. I know they have turtles. They, okay. they do have turtles. I just saw one. Yeah, mean turtles. But let, let me speak to Rusty's genius in what he's doing. So <laughs> notice that he said that he took a brand new Bennington pontoon boat that uh-huh. his dealership got yeah, and that he's rented a house. So knowing Rusty the way that I do, um, I am fairly certain that this whole vacation is going to get written off as a business expense. Well, it is. It <laughs> including the rental, called, including uh, the rental of a lake house. This is R&D, research and development. No, all he, needs to, all he needs to do is take one potential customer out on that boat, writes the whole thing off. Well, that would be his sons and his wife. No, no. Can't be family members. All he needs to do is get somebody from the lake. Some, hey, you want to go for a ride? And then it'll be like, yeah, we were having a demo day up yeah. at Lake Jackson, mm-hmm. trying to drum up some new business, and he'll write this whole thing off. Have you already done that, Rusty? Well, I, I did meet Bob from Bob's Boat Dock this morning. Yeah. Uh, so I told him about the Bennington. He seemed he seemed like he really liked the boat. So I think that would count. And even if it doesn't, I'm also taking a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll put it on the website for promotion and marketing. Well, yeah, uh, Bocho Girl, send him a picture, and he's going to Photoshop you into that just to back him up with the IRS, okay? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, okay. Just kidding. No, wait, wait, you're not going to do that? That's not very uh, helpful. No, do it. What do you mean? There's nothing. Okay, fine. Yeah, send him a picture. Make, you know, make it nice. He's with his wife and kids, for Christ's sakes. Jeez. I mean, I hear, like, uh, this, uh, you know, I don't know. She, she, she's Bocho Girl, and we have a tendency to make her sound naughty when she's not. No, what? Not true. we. Not we. Yes. You. Yeah. Okay. You. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you tell Patrick to... Uh, be good i understand i have nothing but the utmost right. respect uh well you, you are having a good time though that's all that matters right rusty i, yeah, I am having a good really time we're fixing about. to uh take the boat out again go out there there's a lot of a lot of people out here today because you know even like in jacksonville for the past few weeks it's been raining you know like every day mm-hmm. and the last few days has been absolutely gorgeous here so the weather's great so we're going to fix and head back out to the water. I just wanted to come in and make sure I checked in with you guys first. You know, priorities, right? right? Exactly. Uh, always put us uh, above family. Uh, that, that's yeah. how you, uh, wait, wait, we might have that mixed up. So I, I'll, I'll just let you go now then. But you enjoy that, and uh, we'll talk to you again here next week. Okay, my friend? All right. Sounds great. You yeah. guys have fun. All right. There you go. That's uh, Captain Rusty from Jacksonville Marine. This, uh, this weekend, he's hanging out in Georgia. I'm surprised he didn't do any of the Florida lobster diving stuff. You know, he could have taken advantage of that, too, but he's not a diver. He's not. He's, yeah. he's like me. He's a licensed captain, and mm-hmm. we prefer to be above the waterline and in control of the vessel. Well, right, but you could have taken me out to the reef, and I could have caught us all lobster. I could also go down to Publix and buy And pay lobster. like 20 bucks a pound, Okay, yeah, which is crazy. 
and why would you want to do that when you could spend like uh, 60 bucks to go out on a dive boat and get a uh, couple lobster well wait a minute yeah hmm uh, what about you bocho girl you do any of that kind of stuff or no you seen any of that on the west coast of florida no i haven't done any of that stuff yeah you haven't seen people uh you know going to get lobster uh, this week or were you not paying attention um, no, I haven't seen it, but I know my guys have a vacation coming up in uh, like the third week of August, and they're going to go to the Keys for, um, I guess, doing that. Yeah. Is it is it a yeah. big thing on the West Coast? Of course, all really? over Florida. If there's water, there's lobsters. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've known people from my past that went. I mean, I don't talk to them anymore, but I know people do it. Wow, wow, wait, wait, wait. go. They went lobstering? You won't talk to them anymore? What's up with that? <laughs> no, I just, you know, life life moves oh, you gotcha. on from people. Right, yeah. right. I was going to say, yeah, they, they went lobster diving then. They didn't give me any of their lobster. I'll never talk to you again. No, it's not like that. Okay. Lobster is too sweet, so I can only have like one bite and then I'm done. Really? That's what Greg really? does, and he tosses it, rest of it away, because no. he's like, I have a freezer full. I wish. No, you could never have too much. Uh, even though we did, I, I, I talked to some of my uh, Bahamian friends that live on the islands over in, like, Bimini, and they were telling me a story. They're like, you know, we're, we have so much lobster. We, are, uh, we can't eat all this stuff all the time. And then we have these guys come over, and we ask them, would you plant, bring, please bring over a big bucket of KFC chicken? We'll trade you like uh, two dozen lobster for a bucket of KFC. <laughs> because they're, so, they, they're starving for chicken, and we have chicken, and, and we don't have lobster and vice versa. Well, we have lobster, but they just limit how much you can get. True. So, but, you know, they, they can't get the chicken over in some of the smaller islands. And so, you know, you can keep that in mind. Yeah, you, you, you're planning a boat trip over the islands or over the Bahamas. Uh, stock up on a couple of buckets of KFC chicken. Man, you probably fill up your boat tank with gas with that stuff. Let's see a franchise opportunity. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of KFCs in the islands. That's the first, re- that's the first fast food restaurant all the uh, I was Caribbean thinking Kentucky get. Fried Lobster. Uh, original recipe interesting oh. it could be there there that could be a recipe i have not heard of that oh, I, uh, yeah that does sound kind of yeah, tasty doesn't it? Mm. hey uh yes. karen i know you yeah. che- i know you check the uh, world of boating facebook page religiously Always. like greg does yeah but there was a very interesting photo that got posted uh kind of circa the 1960s oh i thought with, that was her with a that very boat show girl no, that wasn't with a very interesting hairdo that greg would like you to uh undertake as your persona of boat show girl yeah you ready oh, for this? You haven't seen the picture. Right. We'll describe it. Seen. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. I, I told you before you needed an outfit. You needed like a, a superhero costume, you know, like right. a mask, cape, the whole thing with a giant, you know, boat troll girl BS uh, on the back of it. Uh, right. well, BS. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the BS is going to work out real well. But uh, but she she ironically she seemed to ignore me on that suggestion. But this I think you will like. So go ahead, tell her what it, describe this to her, Patrick. It, it is a I guess what you would describe is almost like a bouffant hairdo, circa Be, the nineteen sixties kind of. No, thing. not a beehive because it's not piled high, but yeah. that the, the hair is is swept back, mm-hmm. uh, almost like a boat wake, and then coming out of it on the top of the model's head is a boat. Wow. 
It's like you turn your hair into the ocean, and then you stick a big model boat in the middle of it. <laughs> How's that sound? Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. What? Oh, no, you, you, you're missing it now. Listen, I, I don't speak ridiculous like Greg does with the, you know, the whole Bocho Girl outfit, but... So says re- you. Retro is the way to go with the Bocho Girl theme. So it's kind of like a hat and a boat instead of a hat. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. The cruel winds of change and radioactivity have pushed us to sea. And unlike Don, who took a while to start sucking, this group has sucked from the very start. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting boats is fun. Big, tall, small ones, fast and slow ones, silhouettes in the sun. The water looks so blue. The waves come crashing through. Oh, 
four, three, two, one. Excuse me. Uh, and welcome back to the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and Boat Show Girl rounding it up uh, here as we head back to the dock here in just a matter of moments. But we have some stuff to cover before we do just that. Do we not, Patrick? Uh, we do. And uh, we're probably all aware of the uh, the terrible tragedy that happened out at Table Rock Lake with that duck boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, really don't want to get into the uh, should they have been out. There were thunderstorms, severe storm warnings. You know, that was calm. Um, when the boat when the duck boat went in and then within minutes you know it, it turned uh violent um really as a a passenger uh on a vessel especially a vessel where you're in an enclosed cabin or a canopy like that if something like that was to happen a boat gets swamped um you know it's taken on water and starts to go down and starts to turn over and capsize even your first inclination of course is okay i know where the life jackets are hopefully Mm -hmm. your your captain or the the person who's at control of the helm has made you aware of where they're at and you want to grab one and put it on because of course the fear is of course drowning the problem becomes as the vessel goes down and maybe it starts to roll over on its side and eventually roll completely over is you can become trapped within that compartment with the life jacket on because it's going to take you up and trap you up against and you can't like really swim with it out of an opening and it's something that we don't think about you know because we don't entertain those thoughts but as the majority of our listeners are active boaters and some certainly with boats that have cabins or enclosed canopies like that uh, it is something to think about that don't know that you want to go over that with your passengers you know hey just in the case that we capsize um because they might be heading the other direction off your boat but knowing what to do if something like that was to happen which is probably you know certainly uh get your hand on the life jacket um and get it out of an opening so it floats to the surface, and then you can follow it out. Um, but to put it on while you're inside the vessel like that, you could wind up trapped. Well, or just, I mean, you got to know your exit points. Well, that, that goes without saying yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that you know whether or not you can take your life jacket off or whatever, I don't know if you would be in that scenario. You could still get under the water with it. It's, but you do, you got to know where to go. Most, and if you can't figure it out because you're upside down and you're like, wait a you, minute. You become disoriented. But yeah. again, you have to remember, a life jacket is going to make you float. And then now as the vessel's going down, you're trapped. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot harder to exit. So again, if you, if you know where the exit is, you can get your hand on that life jacket and get it out of the opening so that it floats to the surface and then you can follow it out. So you're not encumbered by this device, you know, that's wrapped around your neck and you're trying to fumble and strap it on and and things like that. Right. Um, Focus on, of course, maybe getting that device out of the vessel and then, again, following it up and hopefully making sure that everybody else is able to exit safely as well. Um, Moving on from that. Um, on worldofboating.com and World of Boating Facebook page. A couple of uh, interesting, one interesting photo and uh, one really great video. Uh, Nias uh, Sumatra, uh, a, a hotbed of surf, um, a uh, boat, large vessel, uh, became untethered, anchor line broke, and it drifted into the lineup. 
and uh, you watch the video and you can hear the crowd on the beach as it's, it's going over these massive swells. And then, of course, the inevitable happens. There's one there that it just gets caught and just gets totally pounded um, into basically driftwood. Yes. Um, so, wait, the boat came untethered while it was a surfing contest? or what? No, no. They, they, everybody was out surfing because this past week the surf has been like off the rails in right. this particular area. So, this so, boat got loose. So, and- it was outside, you know, mm-hmm. in the channel, outside of the surf the, where the swells are off the right. reef. Yeah. But became untethered mm-hmm. and drifted into the lineup yeah. and again the inevitable before it, happened before it flipped and, and all hell broke loose it, it got uh, a 7.5 from the it, russian it, judge it, yeah that's possible Something like that maybe. uh there was also another picture that showed a uh a, a dot look what looked like a dodge pickup truck with an empty trailer boat trailer and the boat that it was towing over the front of the truck ah uh. And the boat that it was that it was towing was a uh, it's about twenty five foot mm-hmm. uh, call it a pocket cruiser cabin cruiser. Um, so uh, he, he stopped a little bit too. Sh- I mean, too right quickly. right at the light. But this goes towards making sure that your boat, no matter what size, is properly secured to the trailer. So when the when something like this happens, you don't launch that boat off the trailer into the bed of your truck on top of the roof maybe he was just trying to you know make that boat hat thing happen for his spouse hey Mate. honey you know yeah i think you look good with a boat on your head well on that one the russians did give it a 10 perfect 10 okay there you go and on that note we'll have to end it till next time remember whether it is sail or motor life is better as a boater safe boating everyone World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.